Wow. <laughs> I'm going to give this a shot. I believe in you, Matt. You believe in me? Uh, that makes one of us. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the very first AI for Good podcast. We are so grateful that you are here, and we hope that we can shed some light on how nonprofit leaders can use AI for good. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Matt Sides, and with me today is Dylan Bowles and Sam Wheatley. Also on today's show, we have a very special guest. Her name is Carrie Scram from Curious Charities. Carrie will be sharing with us not only how she has used AI to learn about the nonprofit sector, but how she uses it daily to greatly enhance her workflow. And uh, to get started, let's just discuss how we got started using AI to begin with. Sam? So I became aware of AI back in the November when OpenAI dropped what was called Chat GPT. And then it was just three, right? So it was just, it was mm-hmm. frozen in time a few years ago. And then GPT 4 came out a few months later that was connected to the internet. And so I'd heard about it. I didn't quite know what it was, so I signed up for it anyway, and they gave me access sometime in December, and I started using it. And at first, I started looking at it like an alternative to Google. So instead of Googling things, I just started using ChatGPT to ask, and I began to realize it was a very different way of searching for information, Uh, that instead of getting pages and pages of results, I started getting a single kind of answer that was framed as if it were a person responding to my question. And then there were footnotes to follow to sort of if I wanted more information. Yeah. So Dylan, how did you get started using AI? Yeah, I think it's funny. We Everybody who's interested in this kind of has like that one friend who introduced them to it <laughs> and indoctrinated them. And so I have that friend and uh, he said, you got to check out ChatGPT like back in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And then, and then like when, once you sort of like peel the curtain back, then you're sort of, uh, then you're sort of hooked. But um, it's sort of like you, you mentioned, Sam, the the streamlined and like much more pleasant experience that you get with searching for information uh, was revolutionary to me. Mm -hmm. And then going down uh, sort of a side path with the uh, creative functionality of it, generating images and video and even music. Um, I like my background is in, is in producing music. So the world that opened up from that just com- completely changed like my entire the workflow and everything I do in in my different areas of my my play and work. Yeah, so my experience into AI was a little different in that I ignored AI to begin with. Uh, <laughs> and this is what I this is how I describe it to anyone who asked me about it as well because I assumed it was another Siri, it was another Alexa. It was another voice search, right? Which isn't true AI. So we've kind of all been lied to for years. We expected (laughs) Siri to be what AI is now. And it wasn't. And so I had years of disappointment and uh, just completely ignored it for for months. And uh, and so talking with you guys, which is kind of what led me to it. And then I'm also working on a fantasy novel as well. And so I would get stumped and need to rewrite something to make it sound more interesting. And so I would feed it the sentence and say, rewrite this, add more details, 
you know, whatever the case may be, I would, I learned all of these different interesting prompts to get what I needed. And so that, that's really what flipped the switch for me that made me say, Hey, this is, this is really a great tool and it'd be crazy not to use it. So. So Matt, somebody watching may say, what is a prompt? What do you mean by a prompt? Yeah. So a prompt in, in and of itself is, is just asking AI a question. So it's important to know like AI is not self-aware, right? Like it, this is, this That's is what they want you to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not self-aware yet. Like <laughs> all, all the naysayers like to say, uh, but a prompt is simply just asking it a question. And so it is to, to describe it is the old coffee conundrum, right? If I can go on a little bit of a tangent. So the coffee conundrum is if you tell a human you want a piece of co- you want a cup of coffee the human goes and they know to ask you how do you want your coffee right you want cream you want sugar how much are you willing to spend is there anything you like special right they go and get you a cup of coffee the human is even aware enough to go when they get there hey this is $12 for a cup of coffee they're going to text you and be like you sure you want this coffee you know and so you take that same analogy and you apply it to artificial intelligence. You, you have to tell it exactly what you want. And that's what a prompt is. You have to say, I want a cup of coffee. I want it under $5. I want cream. I want sugar. Right? Like you, you have to feed it all of the information so that you get the answer that you are looking for. That's a really important point, Matt. Like that's kind of the skill set right now is yeah. how you can set the parameters, how defined you are about what you're seeking. And mm-hmm. the clearer and the more precise you are, the actual better answer you're going to get. Correct? Exactly. Exactly. And there and there is, and we'll discuss this later with Carrie, there are some interesting ways when you don't ask a question the right way and you get some interesting information. <laughs> you know, it, in some ways, like it is, you know, it is encouraging you to think outside of the box a little bit. So. Yeah. And I think one, you know, one thing that we really want to focus on in this in this podcast and as we as we develop even further material um, is just to share with people, you know, our sort of transition from whatever level of skepticism or just ignorance that we had about it to Mm -hmm. realizing, oh, my gosh, there's so much power to increase my productivity, increase my creativity, speed up what I'm working on and Mm -hmm. learn lots of new things, which we'll talk about with Carrie as well. For those of you who are listening, our our encouragement is just to like, we want to be that one friend that introduces you to this Mm -hmm. topic so that you can benefit from it in the way that we have in our professional and personal lives as well. We, we're not going to get too into the weeds. You don't have to be a techno nerd like myself to understand how to use it. Uh, AI is, which again, we're going to discuss later. It's, it's actually very easy to use. Yeah, Matt, that's a great segue in that the three of us kind of represent three different ways of thinking about AI. Mm -hmm. My role in a non-for-profit is managing a digital team. And so I'm looking at AI as the ability to really expand the productivity and the effectiveness of our team without increasing our budget, that we can actually do far more than we could previously by incorporating some of these learnings. Matt is looking at things from much more the technical systems side of it. And Mm -hmm. Dylan is our creative person who's using it both for audio, visuals, social media, all kinds of actual practical real day examples. Now let's bring in our very first guest on our very first podcast. Carrie Scram, thank you so much for being here with us today. 
Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Thank you. Uh, Carrie works for Kairos Charities. She's new in the role. She started last September. Uh, she's new to nonprofit work and actually has found a lot of ways to use AI both to learn as well as to actually be more productive in her role. So thanks for joining us, Carrie. We're glad to have you today. Yeah, Carrie and I connected on LinkedIn at, after I posted something about AI and she popped up and just started a conversation about how she's using AI. So Carrie, I thought, first of all, you just give us a little background on why and how you started using AI to do your role. So, um, so I'm new to the nonprofit world. I've been in nonprofit since September of this year. Uh, we are actually working on an accelerator project with emerging nonprofits, and we connect university students and local tech companies mm -hmm. to help them scale and grow with the use of technology. And that is all new to me. So I was trying to figure out how am I going to learn how to create a project that I really have to come up with and, and decide how am I going to maneuver all this and then also learn about the nonprofit world since that was new to me. Um, in December, my brother had introduced me to ChatGPT and at the time, ChatGPT was fairly new. And he says, you have to start using this. This is amazing. He says, I really think it could help you with your learning and with everything else. It's an amazing tool. So check it out. Well, once I started, I honestly could not stop. It has completely catapulted my learning. It's an amazing tool. Yeah, Carrie, what are some maybe prompts that you could share with people that you use to maybe learn about a new topic? So if I'm learning about a new topic that's somewhat complicated, I can um, copy and paste it into ChatGPT, and then I'll ask ChatGPT, explain it to me like I'm a fifth grader, which yeah. sounds completely yep. crazy, but it works, yeah. and it works well, <laughs> and it actually breaks it down into like smaller chunks yeah. so you can digest what you're reading and really completely understand it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, yep. What uh, are some ways that you've used it for productivity, like maybe some tasks or practical things you've used ChatGPT for? Sure. So I use it a lot for email. So it helps me to put together a professional email that I want to send. Sure. It also helps me with difficult emails, which is great because sometimes I think when you're writing a difficult email, you don't know where to begin and you want to be tactful about it and professional. And AI really has helped me to do all that. Now, what I will do is once I'm done with um, putting all my information into AI, I then uh, copy paste it into my, my Google because that's what I use for email. And then I will read through it and then fix like, it's not perfect with, with grammar. So I actually have Grammarly. So <laughs> I'll put, I'll throw Grammarly onto it and then Grammarly will then make it grammatically correct for me. And then lo and behold, I have a beautiful email. So it's great. Quick and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Gram Grammarly is about to get a lot better as well. They're, they're training up their own AI and using their own data sets. And so it's going to get way easier here in the very near future. I started using Microsoft 365 because they've integrated ChatGPT mm -hmm. into their products. So I sort of use that same step, but I dump it into my old Word document and it it gives me the same sort of grammar usage, 
tone settings. It's been great for me as well. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful tool. And not only does it just help with emails, but I actually um, tried writing a grant with it. I thought, yeah. let me let me see how this works. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty incredible. Um, I was able to take the, it, it, and I would actually copy and paste. I wouldn't use it as to say, connect me on this website and then mm. give me the, the data because ChatGBT, goes from 2021 and backwards. So I like to get the facts that I'm looking for, copy paste that into it, and then ask chat to um, integrate it with what where our mission is and what our values are and see if it can help to write me a grant that actually fits what they're looking for, whatever company you're going for, which is pretty incredible because I've never written a grant before, but I was able to have this help me put that together and it was great. Yeah, I used Bing, the new Bing. And I did, after you shared with that with me, Carrie, I um, put some grant ideas that we had from our nonprofit and said, go find me the top five, you know, foundations that support, would support, might support a similar proposal. And it gave it to us. And then I was able to refine and say, rewrite this grant proposal to match their stated objectives with giving. And I find the refining part is the most powerful part of the chat GPT or Bing experiences. Like you get an answer, but then you can ask it to refine it even further. Um, yeah, I'd love Carrie, you know, there's a lot of hubbub. There's people talking about AI, both positively, negatively. Um, what would advice would you give to sort of a nonprofit leader out there about jumping in and using AI? I think it's important that you jump in and use AI. <laughs> I say, I actually, I encourage you to embrace it, embrace the change. Mm -hmm. It's a tool as like, and I always think like the analogy of you use your calculator all the time, or maybe you mm -hmm. don't now, you can use ChatGPT for that too. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's a great, it's great to embrace the technology. It's an amazing tool. It does limitless things um, and, and also be cautious. So embrace it, but be cautious at the same time. Do your homework, investigate. Don't completely and solely rely that this is going to be the end all be all because we as humans, we have to be able to help make decisions and to analyze the data. But I say, go into it, check it out. Have fun with it. It's yeah. so fun because it allows you to be creative and it challenges you to think differently, which I really enjoy about the process because it's like, okay, it's not giving me the answer that I want. So how can I go in and refine what I'm asking yeah. it to do to come up with a different answer? That's great. So what advice would you give to anyone who's a little hesitant about this, right? Like if they're a little afraid, so, and, and I'll just give you a good example. So my wife, she, she's afraid of learning anything new, right? Like it's just going to be overwhelming. It's going to be too much, right? Did you feel that way? Do you think it was easy to get into? No, it was extremely easy to get into. And, and what I really want to stress is I really had no nonprofit um, knowledge going into this. So mm -hmm. it was like, I would embrace anything, but I really love this because it was so easy to use. It's like, mm. you. I would encourage you just to go into it, even if you're not going into it right now for, for the nonprofit, which I encourage you to do, go into it, 
and type something in, just have fun with it and see what it can do because I guarantee you'll be using it in no time to help you with your nonprofit. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I think my advice is probably very similar to Carrie's here in that, you know, it, it's not difficult. It may seem daunting. It may seem scary because it's it's this newfangled thing, right? Um, but really is easy. And so one of the things that Carrie said that stuck out to me, she said it challenges you to think differently. And that is such a great way to sum it up. Um, and that it really does because it's it's all about you asking it the right questions, right? Like it's a right. tool. We mm-hmm. say that all the time. Um, in fact, Carrie said earlier, it's an amazing tool. And I agree with that 100%. Um, but you, you, you just learn to use it the right way, you know, and if you don't get the right answer, you it challenges you to, to, to ask it in a different way. And so in, in a lot of ways, you know, it's, it's broadening your horizon and giving you, you know, new data that you probably weren't even looking for in the first place. Yeah, I mean, thanks for sharing all that, Carrie. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to try to accomplish with this podcast in general is just helping people get started in discovering the tool and the tools that they that they could use to increase their productivity or, or whatever. So my question to you is how how do you how do you keep up with like what's new and what's happening or new tools or new applications or anything like that? Like how do you discover how do you discover what's what's happening with the AI space? So um great question. I'm glad you great asked. Question. I, I am actually, so this could kind of be controversial, but I follow Gary <laughs> I'm a huge Gary Vee fan. Nice. And I love what he writes, especially about AI, because he's like, look, if you're not in, then you're already behind. And I, mm. I completely believe him. Like, he's like, like the internet was such a big thing. AI is going to be as big as the the internet once was i i absolutely believe that with everything that i'm saying um and what i like is that he he throws out like challenges about ai and embracing it and and he'll ask a lot of questions um on his feeds like in linkedin and i met a gentleman and his name is gregory welsh and he's an ai strategist and he and i had we had connected and he is amazing he um, is able to help me with different prompts and different things um, to help catapult my learning. It's extraordinary, and um, we're trying to we're trying an experiment to see if we can move the needle of what Curious Charities is doing with the integration of AI. So you'll have to um, stay stay tuned for more because I really want to see how um, integrating AI in Kairos Charities can help really catapult um, us as an organization and what can it do for us. So it's extraordinary. Um, And the other thing I wanted to add is that I use AI for social media posts because as a nonprofit, it's very important for you to get your information out to the public. And there are so many different um, platforms. So Facebook is different from LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. you're dealing with business and businesses and companies. And so I prompted to ask to write me a nice. post de- um, dealing with like students and the university and different things that we're doing. And it will actually come up with a company type of post for LinkedIn. It will have a different, I ask it to write me a post for Facebook. I feed it the information that 
I want it to um, go through and then it will it will spit out something absolutely amazing with hashtags and it's <laughs> it's awesome. It's super great. And emojis, which is really fun. <laughs> Dylan, I'd love for you to comment. You use some of the more illustration, dolly kind of applications. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the evolution you've seen over the last few months on those. Yeah, I mean it's it's been wild. It's been so fast. I mean, one one thing that I've noticed is just that the capabilities for a single person who maybe doesn't have artistic skills or or even the the resources to commission a photo shoot or anything like mm -hmm. that um are just going through the roof. So, you know, you can in 5 minutes you can generate like an editorial quality photo shoot to your exact liking for free and which would have cost $250,000 or, or something, uh, you know, six months ago. And we're just getting started with that. So that from the perspective of being a one person nonprofit leader, you know, that just completely opens up an entire world of possibilities for your marketing for your creative, for branding even. Yeah, I think that can't yeah. be underscored enough at the moment is that's kind of one of the things, Carrie, in your story that really stands out is how one person, sort of a solo entrepreneur, can actually have the resources previously that were mm -hmm. exclusively for a full service, world quality uh, ad or marketing agency. And that's what we're we're seeing like Dylan was talking about he's able to create photo shoots for us that are very specific location driven with the type of audience that we're trying to reach in minutes that was beyond our ability financially or any other way to create 6 months ago right yeah it's incredible i actually um so my brother does help me out from time to time and he's helping me out with videos. So we do like short videos. We have a golf tournament coming up and we were looking for creative ways to be able to like add that in. And AI does voiceovers, which is incredible. And oh, we actually kind of, well, uh, we got we got kicked off one of the websites because we were able to do a voiceover and it sounded so much like Matthew McConaughey that Twitter is like, we ban you. And I'm like, oh my God, it was crazy. But uh it was fascinating. It sounded just like him. It was absolutely incredible that he was able to do that. I I've used the the voice AI a good bit as or a little bit as well, and I've was completely blown away at the amount of voices that there were. And then not even that, but the amount of flexibility that there was. And so anyone listening who's needing voiceovers, I come from a business that we needed voiceovers every other week. We were hiring voice actors. And this was just so great to put in a script and hear it. And then you can go linear and say, oh, give me more inflection on this word. Yeah. Or, you know, give me a little bit more hesitation here or raise the, you know, whatever the case may be you know, you, the sky's the limit, right? Like you mm -hmm. can literally just go in there and make it sound as good as you, as much time as you want to put into it, make it sound better and better. Uh, and I was, I was super impressed with it. And just a short time, how good it's gotten. 
Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You can actually, uh, I used it to write an email to someone and I said, use somebody else's voice. So I, and it will do that. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to sound like Steve Jobs, it could write like Steve Jobs would. It's just, yeah, it's limitless. It's so fun. Any closing thoughts, Carrie, about uh, other nonprofit leaders and the whole AI experience for you? Yeah. So I think as someone that has joined into this and not knowing anything, one of the the biggest um, takeaways would be that it's really taught me a whole bunch of different things. And it's not just about the nonprofit world, but like, what other things can I do with this? Um, I've never, I've never uh, like conducted a board meeting before. Well, (laughs) now I have to do that. So it's like, well, how do I do that? And I go in and it, it will help me build the outline for what I want to say. Mm. It's, it's an amazing tool. It has completely catapulted my learning. And I am excited to see what, what it will do to the future. So I encourage all nonprofits to, to get involved. Check it out. It's a great resource. Thanks for joining us today, Carrie. We really appreciate your perspective and your experience and also your excitement about how... Yeah how it's um, improved your ability to do your job well. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, we kindly ask that you like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We hope we've shed some light on how nonprofit leaders such as yourself can use AI for good. See you guys next time.